Dear friends, this is a time of change. Climate change, social change, political change, technological change, and change of mind. In the midst of so much change, how can we be resilient? Can our practice help us develop resilience? This summer, when a long-time practitioner left our Raleigh temple, I felt deeply worried. The practitioner was an important part of our community, as well as an awesome handyman. Recently, the AC was broke, mold started growing, the mailbox fell down, the internet modem died, the water turned rusty. When all these problems hit, I strongly felt that I don't like change. Too many changes all at once, and none of them fun. Change is stressful. Uneasiness, anxiety, fear, and suffering arise when things change, especially when changes are undesirable and unexpected. And we often resist what we perceive to be undesirable. There are two aspects of resistance created by our minds. First, resistance to change, resistance to change by holding on to what is desirable, what we don't want to lose. Second, resistance to non-changing, not being able to gracefully accept things as they are. In other words, we become frustrated and suffer from grasping and clinging to what we want and refusing and resisting what we don't want. Every day, there is change occurring in our temple, not only with the physical maintenance, but also with internal dynamics. Some changes are easy to accept, but some are not. You can probably think of plenty of examples in your own life right now. And we know there are many people who are in much more dire circumstances than we are. Globally, this is time for resilience for sure. If we do not bend like a green bamboo, we can break like brittle sticks. What is resilience? 
According to Elizabeth Edwards, the wife of a politician, John Edwards, resilience is accepting your new reality. You can fight it, and you can do nothing but scream about what you've lost, or you can accept and try to put together something that's good. Author Jody Pico said, "The human capacity for burden is like a bamboo, far more flexible than you'd ever believe." When I reflect on the history of Wan Buddhism, the lives of the founding teachers and the senior members are examples of resilience in action. They not only survived poverty, turmoil, and government oppression during the 1918 flu pandemic, but they thrived. These days, whenever challenges arise for me, I send a message to myself: Out of this challenge. The adventurous journey will open a new road to discover new surprises of mystery and delight. In the heart of my distress and worry, I plant a little seed of hope, trusting that the seed will sprout and grow. This faith gives me the energy. To do what I can do. Nelson Mandela said, "Do not judge me by my success. Judge me by how many times I fall down and get back up." Oliver Goldsmith said, "Success consists of getting up just one more time than you fall." These messages make me think of the roly-poly doll, which springs back up right after falling. It wobbles, but rights itself immediately. So, how do we develop this resilience? We cultivate resilience by understanding. And accepting the fundamental realities of our universe, the truth of permanence and impermanence. Master Chongsan said, "This world is founded on the principles of changing and non-changing." The principle of changing is associated with. The formation, duration, decay, and dissolution of the universe, the cycle of the four seasons, a human being's birth, aging, sickness, and death, and the vicissitudes of good and ill fortune in human life. The principle of non-changing is simply and naturally what it is. Without beginning or end, 
neither first nor last. It is the original essence of truth, free from arising or ceasing. The principle of change operates within the principle of immutability. Therefore, we should affirm our unchanging original true nature and remain undisturbed by a constantly changing world. Flowing with the change, we cultivate new states of mind and correct obsolete habits, customs, and systems. By modeling ourselves on the impermanent aspect of heaven and earth, we must change appropriately where change is needed. By modeling ourselves on the eternal aspect of heaven and earth, we must refrain from change when change is not warranted. Like Master Chongsan guided us, let's be flexible. Let us change whenever and wherever it is appropriate or needed. And let's not try to change what must remain constant. Here are examples of appropriate changes. Communicating and staying connected through technology. Changing our habits of consumption in the face of climate change. Washing hands well, wearing masks, and practicing social distancing during a pandemic. Do you know that it is reported that many fewer people caught the flu this year in Korea simply because they changed their hand-washing behavior? There is a well-known quote from Charles Darwin. It is not the strongest of the species that survives, nor the most intelligent that survives. It is the one that is most adaptable to change. But even in the midst of our ever-changing world, there are things we should not try to change. For example, preserving friendship and practicing loving kindness, cultivating healthy living for sound mind and body, maintaining practice such as meditation, dharma contemplation, and being of service. Another insight that helps me be positive and resilient is practicing gratitude by seeking grace from harm.
For example, I am grateful that I am becoming more computer savvy for virtual programs. I'm grateful that I can stay connected with so many people on this planet through the internet. I'm grateful that I live and work where I can go outside with access to nature. I'm grateful to have each and every one of you continue on the path of practice as individuals and as community. Resilience is strengthened through our sound spirit, sound mind, and sound body. Healthy body supports healthy spirit. Healthy spirit supports healthy body. However, not everyone enjoys good health. If any one of these three, sound spirit, sound mind, and sound body, is troubled, the other two can help. If two are troubled, the other one can help. Let us keep focusing on the strength we have. Sound mind and spirit. Sound mind and spirit give us insight into our physical circumstances and give us energy to be creative and adapt to constant change. Sound, mind, and spirit give us insight into our physical circumstances and give us energy to be creative in adapting to constant change. I am amazed how resilient we all can be and are. Here is my version of St. Francis' famous quote. May we change the things we can, accept the things we can't change, and develop through everyday dharma practice the wisdom to know the difference and embrace it. May we all be resilient. May all beings be resilient and be well. Thank you.